Happy Friday. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, uh, TGIF, as I mentioned, hopefully you're going to have a, a great weekend ahead. Hopefully the Spurs are going to have a good weekend ahead. They got a Warriors team. They got a face. Uh, we'll talk about that later on the show. But we're going to be talking about Thad Young and his future in San Antonio. There is no bones about it. <clears throat> he is not, you know, pleased with his playing time. Uh, but basically, what can the Spurs do with Thad, whether it be this season, um, that trade deadline, packaging him? Just, just how is his future shaping up with the silver and black? Do the more. I'm joined by James Pledger. He is with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. And the Meta, I found that out yesterday, James. You're actually part of the Meta, the new show over there. The Star. Yeah, Katie Barber uh, wanted to do a show where we talked about gaming and pop culture and anime and, you know, fun stuff that we like to talk about. And I told her, look, if you want to get into this, <clears throat> this is going to be great. Yeah. And she was like, will you help me? I'm like, Absolutely. Is right up my alley. It is kind of my bailiwick, and I've got the perfect guest for you. <laughs> yep, I was I was glad. I mean, I'm glad she let me just talk about the TK League, and then because uh, I, I obviously San Antonio doesn't know about it because there's not a franchise in there. But uh, I think it, it debuts Sunday or Saturday. I, I don't recall. No, what she told me debuts tonight. Oh, tonight. Okay. Well, then there you go. Uh, check it out over at the Star San Antonio Sports Star, twelve fifty a.m. And follow James on Twitter at I am Pleasure. Let's dive into this. James uh, Thad Young, um, you know, recently went on the Alex Kennedy podcast to uh, voice his concern slash frustration. That's the word he used uh, about the lack of playing time that, you know, he, he's not happy with it. But he understands the state of the uh, franchise, that they're in a rebuild. He's made it very clear yep. um, that he understands they're going to give the young guys burn. Um. We talked about this before uh, I hit record on this episode. I know mm-hmm. everybody's calling him a pro, and he is. But do you, would a pro go out there not one time on a podcast, but several times since he became a spur to complain, voice his frustration about his playing time? I mean, yeah. I mean, he wasn't really complaining, though. But I this mean... is not the first time he's gone off, though, on this topic. <laughs> No, and I think you're more so referring to his wife that went off on Twitter about it. Well, there's that, and then he also did a uh, post-game press conference after a game early in the season where he went off on that topic again. Sure, like that was a little less professional, but this Alex Kennedy thing, that's about as pro as it gets, man. Mm -hmm. And this is incredible uh, like if you listen to that whole 40 minute interview on the alex Kennedy mm-hmm. podcast which i suggest you do because i thought it was fantastic it was a window into the spurs that we don't normally get yeah and it was him talking about his relationship with zach levine how he knows like this is an unfortunate situation and they've sat down and talked about it and he's not really in the plans and that this is a rebuild and he's doing things that he as a vet wouldn't normally do like playing in three on three uh, post games and, you know, trying to keep his body right because especially as a 
15 year pro, like you've got to keep your body in order Mm -hmm. because if it's stagnant, that's a better chance you're going to get hurt. So he's staying ready. And that is a, that is a pro's mentality right there. And it is something that I think the, the young guys on this team can learn from gravitate to and right. look at how to handle themselves in a situation that is less than ideal. He never once threw the spurs under the bus, right. but he did what we've all been begging for, for three years. We understand this is a rebuild where the young guys are going mm-hmm. to play. Like this is what we've wanted. He's just vocalized that they are doing this finally. So I don't understand why it's coming off as complaining or whatever. Is he frustrated the fact that he's not playing as much as he believes he should? Absolutely. Who wouldn't be in that situation? Mm -hmm. But I think he's handled it as about as professional as you could possibly handle it, knowing that Let's face it, we all believe Thad Young's probably the best option for them if they want to win games immediately. Right. But yeah. This isn't about winning games immediately. It's about developing the youth and letting those young guys learn mm-hmm. how to close out games, how to hold on to a lead late, how to finish a game or come from behind. Thad Young can be placed into that starting lineup at the four and instantly make this team probably better, more consistent, but it's not what's happening because that's not in the plan right now. They are actually not tanking, but they are, they are learning through losses and learning how to win as a young team because young guys have to learn how to win in the NBA. Yeah. I, and, and I guess you know it's a little, it's a little different because in Spurs past, rarely have you seen a player be vocal like this. Uh, with I me, mean, I think the last time we've seen had a player like this was maybe Stephen Jackson. Um, that was very you know just I'm gonna put it out there. I don't care. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I'm not saying he's at Stephen Jackson levels. I'm just saying. There's a guy who's using the media to get his uh, message out that he's not happy. Danny Green would be my most recent spur that I would use yeah. for that. Yeah, but um, are you a little surprised that he's still a member of the Spurs? A little bit, but not as much as you would think because as easy as it is to say, hey, just trade him. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do, especially at this point in the NBA season when – Everybody's salary cap space is used up, so you mm-hmm. have to take back a certain percentage of what is a very big contract. And usually you're not taking back an expiring deal. You're taking back actual money that's probably going to be there long term or multiple players. And this, this roster's full. Like how yeah. many players are you going to take back to equal that salary? Or you're taking back one salary that's, commiserate with what Thad Young is making, which is, mm-hmm. I believe, $14 million. Yeah, it's a little hefty. And if, if that's the case, if you're taking something else back in return that's commiserate with that salary, likely it's not an expiring deal like Thad Young's mm-hmm. is. I, I, think, I think what the Spurs could possibly do is, is buy him out. Very similar that to what they did with process, the same yes. way they did with Marcus. Yep, yeah, very similar to that. I think that's like it was going to happen. Uh, look, first of all, he hadn't 
he had nothing to do with this. You know, he was traded. You know, and in that same interview when the podcast, he said he was mm-hmm. even taken aback by the trade that all oh, they were they were giving him reassurances he was going to stay in Chicago. That obviously then he should just talk to Demar Derozan about getting reassurances of staying put. You know, that mm-hmm. happened to Demar Derozan. That's just part of the NBA business. So, but you do tip his cap because he's taken on kind of an example role. Uh, you know, hey, let me let me establish an example for these young guys. Um, you know, he's he said that he's been in the year with uh, Kelden, that he's been in the year with Dejounte. Um, yep. Yeah, he's very you know highly you know he tips his cap towards Murray in the interview. So the good news and is he's not he's not making waves. Yeah, he's not making over that part though. Before you skip over that part, you mentioned Murray. Mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the most poignant answers when he talks about being involved in all these trade rumors and stuff like that and how he can set an example and be a mentor for these younger guys. And he said he's not really a mentor. He's just going about his job as a professional. And if people come to him, they're going – he's going to, you know, impart his wisdom. Like he's not mm-hmm. actively going out there. But if they have questions, he's not – he's an open book. Mm-hmm. And he talked about DeJounte specifically and how he's come along. And it's not just that he's coming up and asking thag questions, but he learned – from Manu and Tony and mm-hmm. Rudy Gay and Patty Mills and DeMar DeRozan, and he's utilized that, all that knowledge, and we're seeing the benefits of it now that he's getting his chance to kind of be the dude. And I thought that was a really, really good nugget that Sad decided to throw in there, just kind of unprovoked. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam to get you out of your money. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Hey, look, Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will take care of the rest and cancel all your unwanted subscriptions on just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I love Truebill. They save me so much money. You should use it to get it right now. Trooper has saved over 2 million users over $100 million. Check that out. Don't fall for subscription scans. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. They can save you thousands a year. Once again, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Yeah, uh, you know, I like that. You know, as a player, you know, solid guy throughout his career, whether it be in San Antonio, Chicago, or wherever he had you know, multiple stops in his uh, NBA uh, time. Yeah, Philly. It, it always felt like he would have fit in the Spurs years ago. Like, he's that type of exactly the player they needed years ago. He's but damn good Phoenix, son. Oh, yeah. Any, any team, any contending <laughs> team that gets him is, is going to have themselves quite the player. Uh, we're talking with James Pleasure. He is with San Antonio Sports Star, and we're discussing the future of Thad Young and his uh, well, very overt comments that he's frustrated with playing time in San Antonio. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, this is again, this is not the first time that he's um, been vocal about that. 
do you think that all this that he's doing, whether it be in the podcast, in front of the media, after press, uh, after games, on press conferences, is, is really going to change anything, though? I mean, if they're in a rebuild, I just feel like he's just wasting his breath. No, but sometimes you just need to get things off your chest. Mm-hmm. I mean, when something's bothering you, doesn't it help for you to vent about it a little bit? Right. I mean, yeah. it's it's one of those things because if you if you bury it down and don't address it or don't uh, vocalize it, mm-hmm. that can lead to frustration, uh, like deeper seated frustration with the organization. Holding it in can lead to mm-hmm. possible disruption within the team. It can lead to right. uh, disdain. Like there could be a lot of things to where if he doesn't like get this out and off of his chest the way he did mm-hmm. and I, I mind you the most professional way possible this isn't ben simmons going around like i'm not right. showing up i'm not doing anything i've got mental health issues like this isn't that he is doing his job and doing it to the best of his ability given the circumstances that he's having to work under mm-hmm. And that's admirable to see what he's doing. So, yeah, I don't fault him at all for going on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, he's is he frustrated with playing time? Yes. Did he throw the Spurs organization under the bus? Absolutely not. All he did mm-hmm. was vocalize what we've all wanted this team to vocalize. The right. young guys are going to play, and this is a rebuild. This is all any of us have wanted to hear for three years. And, and in, in a way, it's good that maybe he's not getting burned because if he, you know, the last thing he needs is an injury right now. If if he is more than likely going to be leaving the Spurs, whether that be the trade deadline or the waving deadline, you know, for the NBA, guarantee so, that money if he gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. So um, I look at that and. You know, when he does get minutes, boy, does he produce. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of – not he's kind of. He has been part of a uh, closing unit whenever the game is on the line. He, they, the, Pop throws him out there. You saw that. He was uh, versus, a to that win over Boston. Right. He was huge, you know. And for a team that lacks a bulk of veterans, uh, you know, he is one of the rare ones. It's him. It's technically Bryn, uh, Doug McDermott. So the Spurs definitely can use him. Uh, in that department is bringing that type of uh, NBA experience. Uh, but all signs are pointing that he is likely going to leave San Antonio um, at the trade deadline or not you know, when the teams can waive players. Do you, Would you be surprised if he's on the roster uh, f- uh, to the end of the season? Uh, a little bit, but I, I say this with a grain of salt, like, part of me expects him to be bought out mm-hmm. like that. I think that's the biggest pro- probability, but even then I wouldn't be shocked if like they just roll this through because he's an expiring deal. Like the money comes off the books yeah. and I don't know what they're eventually going to do with this money, but having that flexibility is always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's definitely a nice trade chip. If the Spurs pursue that road, expiring contract, NBA veteran, a pro, keeps himself uh, in tip-top shape, ready to go, great team mentality. That's what I liked about him uh, in that interview he did where he said, um, 
this is not my teammates issue. This is my issue. And I thought that was, I thought that was really, really good. You know, and even if he does leave midway through the season or, or sooner, I I think that he left a, a, a good little impact with his very young team. I think he did. You know, I mean, he not be talking about the ins and outs and the X's and O's of what he's doing, you know, in the locker room. Like, I'm sitting down with Keldon and I'm going over film with him. But yeah. I really think that the way he approaches the game, the way he handles his situation that he's very unhappy about right now, I think that can go a long way for a young team that is can be impressionable, James. Yeah, I think especially with the professionalism in which he's handled it, like it could be easy for a player to not get what they want, take to social media, trash the organization, threaten to hold out. I mean, we've seen it multiple times when players aren't getting exactly what they want from a franchise. He -hmm. is doing the exact opposite of that. He is falling in line. He is towing the company line. The only thing is he's, actively said that he's disappointed, frustrated with the fact Mm -hmm. that he's not playing because he knows he can help, but he also understands the situation and that's just Mm -hmm. being human. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No. And and, and, and if you, and if you showing these young guys that you don't have to go the Anthony Davis route, the Ben Simmons route, the James Harden route. Yeah. Get me out of here. I'm gonna yeah. put on a fat suit and yeah, you know, wait until y'all ship me out. Like that's yeah. not the way he's handling it. And I think it's good for them to see that this is being handled in a professional manner and that you can do what you want. And the Spurs are probably working behind the scenes very diligently mm-hmm. to acquiesce to his demand. Yeah. I mean he's making it known, you know, the play the Spurs are known for you know, for help facilitating uh, these type of situations, uh, we saw with LMA, uh, you know, the mutual agreement to let him uh, get waived so he can launch, mm-hmm. walk on somewhere else, and that happened. He's not with the Nets, so yeah, I, I think the Spurs are definitely behind the scenes uh, on the phones, talking with other teams. You know, obviously, I'm being going to be greedy. I hope the Spurs trade him just so the Spurs can get some sort of value back. You know, in this rebuild, whether it be a, a second round pick, a late first round, just something, some out to cash considerations, just anything, just um, because remember, you know, I, I yeah. just remember though, when you're trying to get that late first round pick, second round pick, whatever it is, when you're unloading his contract, you have to take back the same amount of money, yep, or something extremely close to it. I think it's eighty percent of the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And likely that deal's not going to be an expiring one. So which is more important to you, a second-round pick or $14 million in salary cap space this coming offseason? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You, you want that salary so you, cap space. You have, to yeah. weigh, you have to weigh one versus the other absolutely. when you think about him. And them not doing anything is getting something in return. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 
17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off. Once again, at Built.com. Absolutely. Yeah. One more time, we're here with James Pleasure. Uh, he is with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure. And on the Saturday morning hangover, uh, every Saturday, uh, he and Jack Thompson give you all the latest news in sports on 1250 AM. Or just check out their YouTube page, San Antonio Sports Star. James, we're uh, going to make this show uh, kind of short. Uh, we're both busy. Uh, but I mean, we're uh, not going to talk about the Warriors game? We're going to talk about that right now. Here it is. Ready? <laughs> They're getting killed, aren't they? It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> it's going to be bad, isn't it? But here's the thing, and this is what you want to see, because the Spurs have played well, right? Over the last few games, they've played right. well. They've gotten a few days before this Portland game to get some actual practice time in, which is good for a young team. So what we're looking for is let's see if they can be competitive. Like, yeah. Stay in the game and see if you can avoid just getting housed in the first quarter and never making it interesting. See if you can make this a game into the fourth. Like those are yeah. the little victories that you have to look for and continue to watch and see how, you know, DeJounte Murray plays and develops yeah. and, and Lonnie Walker and Kelvin Johnson. And it'd be a great test. I mean, for the defense against Steph Curry, just Steph Curry alone will be a great test uh, exactly. of, the, of, of the metal, if you will, for this very young team, DeJounte and Curry, you know, White and Curry, you know, uh, just to see how they Walker, you know, and, you know, throw them out there as well. You know, Walker, uh, he's usually gets the tough uh, defensive assignment. So that'll be interesting to see if they do give him Curry. But no, no, James, I'm, I'm not expecting a close game uh, at all. I'm thinking, no, you know, no, no, at no, no. all. Don't get it twisted. I'm not. <laughs> but at the same time, I do know, and this is one of the things where we've talked about it, you know, it's black and silver linings that we have to look for within the games this year because this is a rebuilding team. This is a team that's relying on young talent. And right. when you're when you're looking at a buzzsaw, Look for, you know, the positives as you go into it. What can you take away from it? And those are the little things against teams like Golden State or teams like Phoenix who are red freaking hot. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like, and, just, oh, yeah. And that's next for them after this Warriors game. That's the next team. <laughs> exactly. Good <laughs> Lord. Oh, it's oh just, man. It's the things you have to look at within everything else. And I, this is one of the things where I keep seeing on my Facebook, and it's like, well, who's the first person that's going to jump ship after uh, years of tanking? I've never said years of tanking. Yeah, so tank, just take a season. You race to the bottom once, would yeah. you trade one year for 20? No players jumping ship after right. one year. It is yeah. sustained bottom dwelling that gets you in trouble with trying to attract. And it's not like the Spurs attract a lot of free agents anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. San Antonio's not a hotbed. Yeah. 
you're trying to you you suffer one year for 20 years of greatness that's what happened mm-hmm. with duncan that's what happened with robinson and that's what happened with garvin like they they've had three consecutive franchise altering players that have kept them in the mix of the yep. like this is, until this past year this is a franchise that hadn't missed the playoffs more than once right and here we are and all of a sudden they've missed a couple in a row and people are acting the like the sky they, is and, falling yeah yeah and it's not like they've missed them by a lot like they bottomed out those years those right. were teams in the middle, which is the worst place to be in the NBA. Right. And here's the so thing. It's hard to crawl out of the middle. And even then, you know, when they were in the middle, they still drafted well. Vassell is turning into a gem this season. Exactly. Uh, so Keldon was there for them at 29. So imagine them in the top five. Do that with those picks. Imagine what this organization can do picking from the best of the best. Yeah, it'd be great to see. But I, I think it's safe to say that James and I are uh, not expecting a very close game uh, tomorrow night out in San Francisco <laughs> at all. Because that's how fast we deviated into draft, the draft talk. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the future of Thad Young in silver and black? And what do you think about tomorrow night's uh, game, Spurs and Warriors? You can let James know on Twitter at I am Pledger. Make sure to listen to him on the Saturday morning hangover. And he and Jack Thompson give you all the news. By the way, Jack was on the the most recent uh, lockdown. I saw that. Yeah, he made his triumphant return. And uh, he uh, gave out his best, his favorite anime. You got, what what is your favorite anime before I let you go? Mine? Yeah. I'm a bit of of a sucker for Dragon Ball Z, just because that's kind of what got me into anime in high school. He uh, called it the was, Godfather series. Like, that's the Godfather. That I mean, just, it kind of is. Yeah. In, in terms of, like, that's the one a lot of people are introduced to. Outside of that, I really love Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. Trigun was a phenomenal series. Gundam Demon Wing, Slayer? What? Demon, Demon Slayer. Demon yeah. Both of those are really good in terms of newer animes. Um but some of the classics along with Bebop and Trigun um, that I've really, really enjoyed throughout the years and will watch multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed Gundam Wing. Yep. The original Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. That was awesome. And um, I'm not, not going to lie. Yeah. One of the, uh, it's not newer in term, but it's newer than those. I fell hook, line, and singer when it came, like, one of those animes that hits you in the feels is Full Metal Alchemist. You know what? That's one anime that is on my to-do list. I got to start doing that. By the way, I can't wait for you to start watching uh, Hit Monkey. Oh, you're going to be oh, saying, Jeff. I've started. It's fantastic so it's, far. I, I told you, and it's only going to get better. <laughs> It's only I going to get better. <laughs> I, I can't wait till you tell me how you feel about Silver Samurai and you're laughing your butt off uh, with the way he's introduced <laughs> and the way he portrays himself. Uh, oh, but once again, Inuyasha. He... Inuyasha. Yes. Because I that yes. on adult, or, uh, sorry, Toonami back in the day. Toonami back in the day. Wow. Yeah. I remember Toonami. Woo. Adult Swim was, you kids don't know what the OG Adult Swim was like. It was phenomenal. Hey. 
OGAS was so good. Uh, uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite <laughs> podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff G uh, Spurs Kens Five. We want to hear what your favorite anime as well and your thoughts on the silver and black. So for James Full Metal Alchemist Pleasure, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lot on this very short episode. Sorry, everybody, of Locked On Spurs.